Ron and Anian. It's easy to talk to us on here. It's not a big deal. Uh, it's just you and I sitting together and uh, having a conversation. The Car Doctor. All dealership ads. All advertising oil changes. Have you looked at this lately? And that when you go in expecting that cheap price to be the only thing you buy, well, then maybe you are kind of a dumb bunny. Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian. The Car Doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now, here's Ronnie. Hi, and welcome to the Car Doctor Show. I'm, uh, well, obviously, I'm not Ron Anany, and I'm his chief engineer and the voice of the Car Doctor Show, Tom Ray. And I'm I'm here because, uh, Tony, we have you seen Ron? No, I haven't. Where, where is he? I, I have no idea, but you know what was funny? The other night, he called me. He called me Christmas Eve in the morning. What time? Oh God, it was about nine in the morning. And and this is the message I got on the voicemail. Hey Tom, it's Ron. Listen, um, small problem. Well, actually, a big problem. Well, actually, a medium-sized problem. You remember last week's show when Santa called in and he he needed help getting his sleigh jump started. He had all those problems with Rudolph. Well, I got to go to the North Pole. Unfortunately, Santa doesn't have remote diagnostics. You know, I think we're gonna have to get him a Golo from Launch for next year so we can do remote diagnostics on a sleigh and uh, make it a little bit easier. But right now i got to get up to the North Pole. Something's going on with Santa's battery. We can't get a jump start, can't get the sleigh to run, and Rudolph's having all kinds of nose issues. So uh, next week, if I don't make it back, you're going to have to put in a best of because chances are I'm going to have to ride around with the big guy because if, if Santa doesn't get around and all those kids don't get their toys, unfortunately – it's going to be a problem. So uh, the car doctor is going to have to go save Christmas and um, make the world a better place, which is all we ever want to do in the first place anyway, right? So uh, for all our listeners out there, if, they're, uh, if they happen to get this message, I'm sure you might play it on air. I want to just say, um, listen, I hope everybody had a good, safe Christmas and uh, know that we were out there trying for you, and uh, let's have peace and prosperity in the new year. Car doctor out. You don't think he actually went to the North Pole, do you, Tony? You, you never know it, Ron. He is the car doctor. Oh, my God. Uh, and uh, Wait a minute. It, it, Tony, is the hotline ringing over there? Yeah, I think so. Can, 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 can you punch it up? And uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, there you go. And uh, I wonder who's on the hotline. Hello? Well, well, a little ho-ho-ho to you guys down there. Welcome. How you, how you doing, Ron? Where are you, man? Uh, well, to tell you the truth, I'm at the North Pole. I know it's hard to believe, but Santa Santa needed my help. And and the problem was Santa's battery in the sleigh that he uses to start it and Rudolph, it, it wasn't power frame grid technology and the battery couldn't hold up in the cold weather and he, he needed he needed a jump, he needed a little diagnosis, and he said, Hey, I gotta get the car doctor up here, I need him. Oh, oh there goes Santa right there, I hear him on the phone. Anytime, buddy. You know, listen, I've been taking care of that sleigh for how many years now? My question is, do you think you could write me a note? Because I'm going to miss the show this week, and it's going to be a problem. Can you write me a note from Santa that says it's okay? Well, you know, Harry's, Harry's really the brains of the operation, and uh, he's also our big executive producer, and we're glad to have him. Thanks, Santa. So listen, Tony, I'll be back um, I'll be back next week, Tom. I'll be, I'll be back next week for sure. Um, you got to see all the snow they've got up here. It's like they're importing it or something. Really? Um, it's, oh, yeah. It's, and, and I have to tell you, the elves really are. They really are elves. 
They're these little guys. They run around. And the candy canes, I never saw candy canes so big. You could take the two candy canes that are over Santa's house, and they would stand at the mouth of the GW Bridge. You could cross them, and cars and trucks could drive under them. They're huge. No wonder he doesn't want to tell anybody where this place is. But where's Mrs. Claus at? Well, Mrs. Claus, she's over in the kitchen. She's cooking soup for dinner. We're, um, we're, we're, we're trying to stay warm up here. You know, up here right now, it's 24 degrees below zero. Wow. And they think they're having a hot spell. And I'm oh, telling them, you know, this is cold, all right? And I said to myself, no wonder they need a power frame grid technology battery because nothing could take the cold worse than that. It's just amazing that they actually, you know, they survive in this stuff. I, I can't get over it. It's absolutely crazy. But listen, before I go, because Santa needs me to run out to the sleigh, i got to do a couple of last-minute tuning things before I go. I just want to let you know that uh, through the courtesy of the folks at Power Frame Grid Technology, we want everybody to get out to the website. Let me find my note here because they wrote me a note. We want everybody to get out to the website regarding – hang on one second. Don't run away. We want everybody to run out to the website for um, uh, to get a $10 off gift certificate, $10 off with the purchase of an Autocraft Gold or Autocraft Premium AGM battery, courtesy of the folks at PowerFrame. You can get out to PowerFrame.com and find out more about it. You have to get over to your local advanced auto parts or CarQuest. I checked. They actually have an advanced auto parts up here at the North Pole. You can get out on their website and look at Store Locator. Wow. But um, we're going to be offering a $10 gift uh, gift certificate. You can get $10 off any uh, a battery over there at advanced auto parts or CarQuest, and this way your car can fly just like Santa's sleigh. I'm Ron Andy in the car, Doctor. I really appreciate you guys. I appreciate the listeners letting me slide this time. I promise I won't miss another show the rest of the year, and I'll see you next week. Uh, Ron? Ron? Hello, Ron? Ron, where are you? I, 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 think, he's go- I, I think he's gone, Tony. Well, hey, everybody, we, from, the, from the car doctor, from Tom and Harry, we'd like to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy Prosperous New Year. That, that, that's good. You know, I'm glad you asked about Mrs. Claus because Ron's wife, Sue, was in here before, and she was asking if we'd seen him and where he was. And very bluntly, I'm glad he's not in the kitchen with Mrs. Claus. I know. Well, I guess we're, that means we're going to have to do a, uh, a best of show. Yeah, yes, we are. And, you, you know, well, why don't you uh, get a little bit busy and start... Um, you know, grabbing a couple of clips here, and uh, I'll, I'll start talking to the folks a little bit. And uh, trust trust us, you don't want me, Tony, or Harry fixing your car. You want the car doctor. That's why we're going to give you a best-of presentation today. And I'd like to say, while Tony's getting things ready, that we do maintain a 24-7 voicemail number. So even though Ron's not here and can't take your call live today, he can get you on the air next week if you give us a call at 855-560-9900. That's 855-560-9900. Leave your name brief message, and a callback number, and our producer, Fast Harry, will get back in touch with you and arrange to get you on the air next week with Ron. So don't worry. You will get on the air. We will get your car problem fixed with Ron, and and that's not a problem. Uh, Looks like Tony's just about ready, um, but while he's still doing that, keep in mind, you can also find us on Facebook, Ron and Annie and the Car Doctor, or cardoctorshow.com is our website. You can go there for podcasts, some information, see pictures of us guys. Not that that's... uh, that, that can actually be pretty scary in uh, the case of a couple of us. But, uh, yeah, but feel free to, you know, check out the website. Check out Ron. You can email Ron if you'd like at ron at cardoctorshow.com. And it looks like Tony's just about ready. So let's go with the best of the car doctor. I had dinner this week with a friend. Um, I, I 
tend to I, I go out a lot to eat with with guys from the industry and I like getting out and talking to guys from the industry I think it's important and it gives me perspective just like doing this radio show gives me perspective it it tells me what's going on out there that maybe I'm not seeing and he had just started a new job he was with this one dealership group for about 12 years and he started with a new dealership group and it was interesting he said to me that we were talking about differences and i asked him what differences have you seen in the couple of months that you've been with the new guys and he said i've got to tell you ron he goes this is one of the reasons i'm starting to move around because i'm concerned about my career for the longest time at the dealership where he was at they were always selling fluid flushes and he said they typically start selling fluid flushes at the 15,000-mile mark, and then at 30, then at 45, then at 60, then at 75, and so on. And he said the thing I didn't like about it with the old dealership group was that everybody, the service writers, were all on commission. And I said, well, that's no newsflash. Everybody kind of knows that, that you know, most places uh, put service writers on commission. It kind of keeps them on their toes. I don't agree with it, and I think it's wrong because it creates the kind of problem he was just about to tell me. And he said, yeah, but, you know, he said the problem is, he goes, every time they sell a flush, they make five bucks. And he said there's a brand, and I'm not going to mention the brand here on air, but there's a brand of chemical that a lot of the dealers use as as their source of flushing. And every time they sell one of those flushes, in various systems on the car, they put a little sticker on the order, and every time they get to the end of the day, they add up those stickers, and for every sticker, they get five bucks. And he said, the problem I've got is they're starting to do those flushes as early as 15,000 miles. And he said, I've got to tell you, the particular line of cars I was at, and I won't say where, because I don't want to put anybody in a bad light. This could be any dealership, any repair shop, really. He said, 15,000 miles, they don't really need anything. They're 2014 model year vehicles. And he said, as a matter of fact, he goes, one service rider was selling power steering flushes on a car with electric power steering. And the people that owned the car didn't realize it, and they were approved. And actually, the head service manager, he says, the guy above me, the service director, caught it and reprimanded him and finally got him to stop doing it because that's just theft out and out deception. I'm Ron Anini in the car doctor, 855-560-9900. We've got a lot coming up. Stick around. I'll be back right after this. This is the best of Ron and Amy and the Car Doctor. Welcome back. Ron and Amy and the Car Doctor hanging out on this glorious afternoon here in the sun at the Mawa Crossroads Sheridan in Mawa, New Jersey, and uh, with the boys from Dead Man's Curve, the boys and girls from Dead Man's Curve Car Club here in New Jersey as they've uh, staging their wild hot rod weekend here, the fourth weekend. And or the fourth time in a row, and but it's it's not just about these past four shows. There's a lot more to this organization and what they bring to the table. And I've kind of snared the founding father, as I've tagged him, and I don't think he likes that, but that's tough. That's the way we're going to do it. And I want to welcome Rich Conklin to the forum, and uh, thanks for being part of the Car Doctor today, Rich. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, you're the guy. You know, this wouldn't be here without you. Well, I'm one of them. Yeah. I'm one of them. Okay. Three, three founding members right. originally, 1978, 
And, you know, that was one of my questions. How long has it been around Dead Man's Curve? 1978. Ed Stinson, Keith Adams, and myself decided we wanted to start a car club that was about cool cars, hot rods, good stuff. Um, we, we, we joined a couple other clubs, and they were talking about hay rides in the wintertime and, yeah. you know, ice skating. Right. We wanted to build hot rods in the wintertime and cruise in the summer with them. Well, listen, I've, I've seen what you do in the winter. You, you, have, you have these hot rod gatherings at the farm. Yes. Uh, the hot rod farm, the world-famous hot rod farm in Montville, New Jersey. And uh, you guys do this snow, rain, sun. It's you eat, breathe, and sleep this. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. Uh, you know, the dirt got under your fingernails early, and it stayed there. Yes, um, yes. Uh, where does that passion come from? What was your first car? Uh, well, my first car was a 1970 Buick Grand Sport. Uh, when I, I bought it when I was 16. Of course, I had my farmer's license. I used to drive the farm trucks and beat right. them all up, you right. know, yeah. out, on the, out on the highway. So you were, drive, you were probably driving at 13 then. That's when you uh, could get a farm license. No, six, right? 16. 16. Was it yeah. 16? Okay. Yep. And then, of course, my second car is my 55 Chevy, which I still own. Still yeah, I have. see that out in front of us, the green-lifted uh, yep. 55. Is that an L88 hood scoop yes. that's on there? Yeah. That was all the rage in 1974. Right. Sure, yeah, period correct piece. <laughs> um, and you've had that car since 1974. Yep, bought it wow. in 74. It was a little old lady's car. Uh, made it into a kind of an exaggerated gasser. They used to call them street freaks back right, then. Right, right. Doesn't it kind of blow your mind when you think about that that was something that rolled out of the showroom somewhere in 1955, and it was uh, it had hubcaps on it and two bumpers, and, uh, it, you know, it just just such a totally different uh, look than it is right now, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, and I, of course, have had it and driven it longer than it was alive before I owned it, right. if you know what I right. mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had it on the road now 40 years, and I, I can't even believe, I don't know where the time went to. Yeah, it just it just sort of goes by in a, in a heartbeat. Yep. And, and and speaking of time, so here you are, Wild Hot Rod Weekend number four, and I know you guys are already looking forward to five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Absolutely. I, I know how you guys are. Yep. Um, uh, you know, how long... Has Dead Man's Curve been doing some of their other events? You know, there's that there's that pre-show. I call it the pre-show before the show. Yeah, out yeah. Of the farm. It's, it's the Wild Hot Rod Party at the at the Hot Rod Farm. Uh, this year was our 20th year. This past Wednesday, uh, 20th annual. There were some rumors we were going to stop it, but it's going on. Well, the rumors yeah. are good. You know, it keeps people looking for more. And uh, yeah. um, you've definitely got everybody's attention. You know, in, in the area, in the region, you are the go-to guys. Yeah. And, yep. Uh, you know, you say Dead Man's Curve, and everybody's kind of like, yeah, okay. You know, it's uh, he's with them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Can I tell you how we started? Uh, how we got the name? Oh yeah, I would love to hear this story. <laughs> Keep in mind, it's family radio. So, again, but. again, the three founding members, myself, Ed Stinson, and Keith Adams, we were in a we were in a nightclub in 1978 watching uh, uh, the Super Greaser play oldies. Right. And we wanted to go up and, we wanted to go up and request a song. We wanted to name a car club something to do with Janet Dean, surf music, and hot rods. So we come up with Dead Man's Curve, which was a song uh, written by Jan Berry, and it was a hit by Janet Dean in, I believe, 63. Uh, but the song was inspired by Mel Blanc. He crashed his car on Dead Man's Curve in Wilshire Boulevard in Hollywood, California. That was in the newspaper. That inspired uh, Jan, uh, Jan Barry to write the song. I never and knew it, this. And, of course, the song encouraged us to uh, to name the club something that nobody would forget, you know? And nobody's going to forget that. And our, our cars always kind of make a statement and always have. So the name goes along with the, the wild and crazy cars and hot rods that we built. Uh, yeah, you know, the, the members of Dead Man's Curve, 
uh, have had more than a few cars, national notoriety, magazines, TV shows, yes. um, well-documented and uh, well-talked about and well-discussed. There's a side to Rich Conklin, though, that goes beyond all this, if that's possible. And Raider Wheels. Yes. Tell us about Raider Wheels. Uh Wheels have been a passion of mine my whole life, just like hot rods and cars. And uh, you couldn't find Raider wheels. They disappeared originally. They were built from 1961 to 1968. Dick Raider out of California built them. Uh, he went out of business. They became the wheel that you never saw, but when you saw them, they were absolutely gorgeous. Uh, I decided to start making them again. Just uh, like that? Yeah. yeah. I'll make a wheel company. I'll just Nin- do this. Well, 1994, I started looking into how to make wheels, and I started going around to shows and, and showing off some originals and saying I want to make these. And uh, I had a guy named uh, Jim Kerr, not the Jim Kerr from the radio, right. not the Jim Kerr from the uh, rock band, Jim Kerr from Pennsylvania, car guy. He uh, he says, you got to get a hold of Loose Center. Out in California, Mr. Anson Automotive. He made the Anson Sprint Wheel. Sure, I remember those. Gave me his phone number. Uh, I called him. He says, you got to fly out here and see me. That sounds like a great idea. you got to bring back those Raider wheels. And he helped me along. He helped He helped myself and my, my partner at the time. And uh, we started making them. And uh, it took a while, but we got we got the name out there and the product. And everything's made in America, made in the USA. Yeah, oh, yeah. And the, and the quality is just, it's just, it's not to be matched anywhere. I've, I've seen them. Uh, you know, when you say Raider Wheels to the to the old school hot rodders, yes. they know the name. They know what it means. Yes. It's, it's a yep. brand that obviously has so much recognition. Yes. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, just I, I've got a feeling that whatever you decide to do, Rich, you're one of those guys that can just do it and get it done. There, there isn't a guitar in the closet at home. You're not going to be a rock star next week. Or Oh, I sing now and then. Yeah, there you go. So I kind of knew that was coming. Um, <laughs> listen, I think before we uh, do that, though, we're going to have to pull away and take a break. If the if the listeners are looking for more information, there's got to be more than a few websites for a guy like you. Where, where can they find more information out about everything that Rich Conklin is? RaiderWheels.com for the wheel company and DeadMansCurveUSA.com yeah. for oh. the car club. Cool beans. What are you going to go do the rest of the afternoon? I am going to run around here and make sure everybody's doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah, good. Uh, and, uh, you're, doing, you're, you're doing a good job, i got to tell you that. And greet a lot of people. And greet a lot of Say people. Say hi. Yeah, well, listen, for everybody out there on our local affiliate that may not be here, we are at the Crossroads Sheridan in Mawa, New Jersey, at the Dead Man's Curve Wild Hot Rod Weekend Number 4. We invite you all to come out and soak up some sunshine with us and uh, enjoy the cars, the scenery, in the afternoon. I'm Ron Anini and the Car Doctor, and we are back right after this. Don't go away. is the best of Ron and and the Car Doctor. Welcome back. Ron and and the Car Doctor hanging out with the gang at Dead Man's Curve this afternoon as we're sitting here in the sun and all the cars around us at the Wild Hot Rod Weekend Number 4 at the Sheridan Crossroads in Mawa, New Jersey. Two gentlemen, one on my left, one on my right, from the folks over at Frantic Ford. And I know there's a story here. Al, I'm going to start with you and Bob to my right. We're going to bring him in afterwards. Tell us a little bit about Frantic Ford, what that's all about. Sure, no problem. Thanks for having us here today. You're very welcome, sir. Um, the Frantic Ford was a funny car um, based in the late 60s. It um, started out as the Frantic Four dragster guys out of California. Right. It came east, headed by Jim Fox. And it was one of the first um, second-generation funny cars. And uh, it really 
hauled in the 70s and late 60s, 69, there's, 70. There's a word I haven't heard in a long time. It hauled. And I know, I know, I know the second word that you want to use, but we can't say it here Ex- on family radio. Exactly. But, uh, you know, it hauled. It had some go, right? It had some go. Yeah. And it was a great match race car. And up and down the East Coast and every place it went, it, it ran and, and won and uh, set low ET and records and stuff like that. Yeah. The car went to the next generation, uh, which was a Mustang II. Uh, with Dodger Glenn, same thing. The car also hauled. Right. Uh, but unfortunately, Dodger Glenn in 78 uh, passed away. There was an accident with the car. Um, and he died behind the wheel, and the car was put aside. Back in 2009, uh, I got together with another group of guys with Bobby Fry. Uh, me and Bobby Fry, uh, we have the rights of Frantic Ford name through Ford Global Motorsports. And we came out with a frantic cord and we did a couple others. Didn't last long, but uh, my relationship goes on with Rocky Perone, uh, who's not here today. Right. Um, he's at a football game yep. with his Well, son. you know what? Yeah, that's, that's as important as this. That's more important than it's this, fam- It's yeah. family, exactly. Family stuff, man. Family comes first. And uh, we got together uh, with, with Bobby Toth in uh, 2011, I think it was, and we built the replica. Of the 1969 and a half or 1970 Mach 1 frantic Ford, and, and that's what you guys bring to the table. You're 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 bringing back the. I won't say it's not not that it's not fun today, but there's a fun element to the frantic Ford organization. You guys are bringing back nostalgia, funny car racing. Fair way to say it. Exactly. Yeah. Um. And my gentleman to the right, Bob, Bob Toth. You, you know, here you are. You're a you're you're a, you're a licensed top fuel funny car driver is that the right way to say that yes i'm a licensed uh i i have also i have a front engine top fuel license i have a funny car license and i have an advanced et license that means i can drive anything right (laughs) now now the question i want to know is and 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 for the audience out there you know um when you you know i'm gonna go get my funny car license today i don't know i don't know if mom was there you know mom i'm gonna get my funny car how fast did the funny car have to go that you could qualify for the license talk about the licensing process a little bit. the licensing process is uh the licensing process is uh pretty much where you you have to go um 30 percent which in the record which they used to make us do that but they don't do that no more okay but to get into this process you can't you, most people can't afford to own a car like this. Right. So you either get on a team and you start by cleaning parts and filling the trailer and doing that kind of stuff. And um, myself, I was the driver for a long time, um, crewed on a lot of guys' cars. And uh, the, the licensing process was, for me, I got in front of mine's front-engine dragster, haven't been in a car in 35 years, and went to Island Dragway and, uh, and went through the Saturday and Sunday and and got my license right um, in that car, and that was what we call a 750 license. And then later on, I drove a, another car, a friend of ours. Um, it was called a Tweety's Rat, and he had an accident, and I, he couldn't drive, and he asked me to drive the funny car. And I jumped in the car, and the first run I made in a funny car in 35 years was a 729 at 190. 190 miles an hour. Yeah. And that qualified you for your license? Yes. Now, yep. now, when you went home and told your parents this, what did they say? You're <laughs> <laughs> well, not taking the family I, car no more. Here, that's, here, that's it. You're out. Here's, here's, my daughter is 33 years old and has never, never came to the racetrack because she's always been scared of it. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> you know? what, what, was your, what was your first car, Bob, your first street car? My first street car was a uh, 62 Chevy with a 409 in it. How old were you? 18. 
So you started with royalty right from the get-go. Yeah, I was very lucky. Yeah. I was I, very lucky. I would say. So, you know, here you guys are. You're running four vintage funny cars. You know, if you were going to explain this to somebody in, in, in a real quick period of time, how do you explain this? You know, why are you doing this? The sheer expense of this alone. Uh, these aren't these aren't you know these things aren't EPA rated. We're not uh, <laughs> we're not exactly getting fuel economy out here. Right. The four cars that we have here is are, we're booked in. Uh, I dealt with Richie, right. so I asked two of our friends that are close, um, Chris Mazzarella, with the Total Insanity car, and uh, Kim. I can't pronounce Kim's. I think McEwen with the Agent Orange car. The other car that we have is a Super Camaro. Right. So it's the Ford versus Chevy. Camaro versus Mustang. So, so you guys are going around doing match races. We're going the, around doing tracks. match races. Right. We have the cars set up like we like the cars ran 60s, 70s. Right. You know, we don't have the big mag. We don't have the big blower. We don't have the big fuel pump. Fuel pump and, and, you know, we run in a good percentage like everybody else did. But what the tracks want, they really don't care what they see on the clock time-wise because they're kind of confused when because cars are running quarter mile, eighth mile, thousand feet. They want to show. Right. And being with Rocky Prone and, and Bobby Toth, I mean, we put on a hell of a show. Right. I mean, the long burnouts, the dry hops, the girls backing up the cars. This is what people is, remember. Is, is there, uh, you know, Jungle Jim, right? And, right. And is, right. There a, is there a Jungle Pam? Well, there is a Jungle Pam. She's a little bit older. Right. Um, you know, you talk about when Bobby, how long he's been around. I got started in funny cars uh, in 75. I went from sh- street racing. So somehow somebody must have hit me over the head and said, you need to get a funny car. Oh, yeah. You need one of these. And yeah. uh, back in the 70s, I was went out to California, and I got involved with a bunch of guys. And I was involved with the Jungle Gym, the Tommy Ivo, and the McEwen, the Snake. We used to match race against these guys. And we used to race three, four, five days a week throughout the country. Every night we would go out and race. And have fun. Have fun. And that's what the fans wanted. They wanted, they, they needed that excitement. They needed, like, the the long burnouts and the dry hops, which we don't see these days with the big time with the big time show cars. Right. John Forrest and other guys. And I spent time in that era with a gentleman named Gary Densham. I was with him for about ten years. And he went over to Forrest and uh, in nineteen ninety nine I decided I needed to get another hobby. And my wife said uh, one day we were at a car show, she says, You're gonna you're gonna get a hot rod one day and I'm said, Nah, I got no time. Well in nineteen ninety nine got my first street rod. And had 13 cars or 12 cars ever since. I got a 32.5 window that's out here, and I decided I needed to get back in the dragon. Yeah, I'm going to come out. I want to sit in that 32.5 window. No problem. If the car doctor fits, he's going to go look for one. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's going to be the next deal. Hey, real quick, Bob, yeah. before we go, um, if you could match race anybody, who would it be? John Force. John Force. All right, we're going to issue the John Force Challenge here on the car doctor. That uh, Bob Toth is looking for you. He's uh, aiming for you, and... Uh, uh, he wants to he wants to take the shot and uh, have that race real quick. Al, um, is there a website the listeners can sure, go to? Sure, we're at uh, franticford.com. We're okay. on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Uh, we're on LinkedIn. I mean, we're all over the place. Just, just Google but search Frantic Ford. Frantic Ford, again. And I got to thank our sponsors. Sure, right. real sure, quick. quick. I got a list here a mile long, but I'm going to go real quick. DJ Safety, Frant- uh, excuse me, Champion, uh, M&H, Clevite, uh, Racing Junk, McGuire, CRC, uh, Welsh Media, Pat Welsh, who does our website updated daily. Uh, Stay Loop. Uh, we do a lot of charity events. Sure. Alex Lemonade Foundation, yeah. Ronald, Ronald McDonald House of Central New York. PPG, who provides the paints for all our cars. Uh, NEC is a company that I work for during the day. Right, yeah. <clears throat> I have a real job. Mr. Gasket, Lucas Oil, 
uh, ISCA, um, Crown Sunglasses. Uh, the World. The World, DCI, one of our NEC yeah. sponsors. I mean, I hope I didn't leave anybody out, but uh, they're the guys that make it possible. Well, you know what? It's not. We'll out. talk about them next year. We hope to come not back next problem. year and do this. So. All right. Hey, listen, I'm running Andy in the car, Doctor. I want to thank Al and Bob uh, for being here with us. We'll do a quick photo afterwards, and then we'll get a little photo op going. Uh, we'll be back right after this. Don't go away. This is the best of Ron and Amy and the Car Doctor. Now for something completely different. Hi, Ron and Amy and the Car Doctor. We're back here at the uh, Sheridan Crossroads in Mawa, New Jersey, at the Wild Hot Rod Weekend number four. We're in the midst of it. We're down in the front row, and uh, we pulled one out of the crowd that I thought was very interesting and uh, like something I've never seen before, and there's not another one here like it. I'm standing here with Don, and I'm sorry, Don, I didn't get your last name. Wells. Wells, Don Wells. And uh, we've got a 1941 Dodge civilian pickup truck. Pickup truck. Pre-war. 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 With a a medium-sized lift. That's correct. And and there's some unique features about this truck, other than the fact that you could probably ford the Hudson River with it. Um, uh, What's under the hood? Uh, It has a four-cylinder 1988 Mitsubishi Fuso diesel engine in it with methane injection. And it's about 196 horsepower. It was built by uh, Cliff Utter out of uh, Middletown, New York, Sinister Customs, good friend of mine. And um, as you can see, it's got some uh, bunch of modifications to it. Actually, was a, a very big monster truck at one time called the Moonshiner. Uh, it's uh, got 1950-ish uh, uh, axles under from an international. Has a 52 bed. Uh, and 50, uh, 52 and on, 59 and on fenders that have been rolled to match the front fenders. Uh, it has power four-wheel disc brakes, power windows, uh, power steering, four-wheel drive works, and it's just a, it's just a lot of fun. It, it, it has to get a lot of looks. You know, it's 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 just got such a presence in the the American flag and the. Uh, the uh, the uh, um, I can't see that. What, the rebel flag. The rebel flag. Oh, Thank John you. Schneider yeah. is enjoying that flag. I'm I'm hoping that with him here that he's enjoying that. And uh, I hope you get to hang on to it. I do, I I, <laughs> I do too. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, the guy who built is a great guy. A good friend of mine was injured. He can't enjoy it. So we're enjoying it very much, and uh, we're very thankful that we me and him did the trade and. We're very happy with it. It's, it gets a lot of looks everywhere we go. We got first place at Bloomsburg Truck Show for modified Mopar with it, and uh, we're traveling around with it. And uh, we're going to rename it the Moonshiner again. And DJ Signs and Designs is going to re-letter it and pinstripe it for us very shortly. And, uh, you know, there's always a story with with with, with an older car like this. Is. This is a great one, no no doubt. You. Um, you know that it's it's, and I think this is the passion that keeps this industry and this this sport going, wouldn't you say? It is. It is. And we're all getting older, but we're enjoying every minute of it. We're enjoying it, every minute. It makes me wonder, you know, will that next generation appreciate this? And, and you hope that they do. It's take a kid to a car show. Well, my daughter's got a 70 Chevelle with a 383 that runs 12.8s. 
And uh, my other daughter's driving a lifted Wrangler on 6-inch and 30-35s. Uh, so I'm trying to make that happen. So you're bringing them up right. Tell me a little bit about, you know, we've got two shift levers here on the floor, Don. What's what's this about? It's uh, got a two-wheel drive 727 Chrysler. It's the same bell housing as the Mitsubishi. So it's got a uh, it's got a shift-kitted uh, 727 automatic. Uh, it's got a divorce case, which means the transfer case is not attached to the end of the trans. And uh, you can pretty much put anything in front of it. Four-wheel drive works. It's got dolphin gauges. It's got, like I said again, boost meter. When you hit 10 pounds of boost, we have a progressive tip that starts injecting methane into the intake manifold. Gives a little more oomph to it. Um, you know, it's power brakes, power steering. It's got a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. Including the kitchen sink. Correct. P- perfect. <laughs> Listen, we're going to get some pictures of this, and uh, we're going to get it up on our website for all the listeners out there. I want to thank you for taking the time today. You go have yourself a good rest That'd of the afternoon. Great, Brian, thank you so much, and uh, everybody enjoy the show. Thanks, Don. We appreciate yeah. it. I'm Ron Anini and the Car Doctor. We are back right after this. is the best of Ron and Amy and the Car Doctor. Are we having fun yet? I know I am. Ron and Amy and the Car Doctor here at the Sheridan Crossroads, Mawa, New Jersey, the Wild Hot Rod Weekend with the gang from Dead Man's Curve. And as I close out this hour and uh, gather my thoughts on, on, on what I've ingested, which is difficult uh, to say the least because of the size of it, I've, I've grabbed someone from the audience, Carrie Potter. She's the sales director from our local New York affiliate, WRCR. Uh, Carrie, welcome to the Car Doctor. What are your thoughts here? This is an amazing event. And everyone out there who's listening, you still have time to come on out to the car show and take a look for yourself. It's a beautiful day here in Mawa. And we're situated, or your situation, I, I should say, right outside the front entrance of the Sheridan Crossroads. So you can certainly come by and say hello to Ron and Anian in person. Uh, you know, anything here you want to drive home? <laughs> I'm overwhelmed. I unfortunately am I'm not so educated on the automobiles, but I love what I see out here. What an amazing array of vehicles. And I also had the opportunity to go inside and take a look at some of the cars on display in there, including the the car from the TV show, The Monsters, yep. the Batmobile, and the General Lee. And, and I understand you made an, an impression on John Schneider. Um, Bo Duke is here. <laughs> Bo Luke, uh, the, 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 the Duke brothers, right? The Dukes yes, of Hazzard? Yes, he's here. He's offering photos in front of the General Lee. And I, I did have the opportunity to meet him prior to that. And he was very nice. And, and it made my day as well. Yeah, I can, I can imagine. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. The, uh, um, the whole show itself is, is just a statement of what cars, I'm going to say once were. Because this is what the industry was. This is what auto repair sprang from. Uh, you know, the Second World War happened, and then auto repair grew after that, and then hot rodding uh, grew out of the dry lakes of California and, and, and Nevada. And, uh, you know, here we are with an industry that just 
it has to be billions of dollars of the American economy. And people just see hot rods as, ah, it's a noisy old car. Are there any noisy old cars here today, Carrie? There's quite a few. And, but they're different, right? It's, it's not just, it's not old in the sense of some old rattle trap. It's something you just look at and say, I want to drive one of those. Speaking of which, what's this coming up the driveway here? I can't make this out. It's an older Chevy pickup, it looks like, uh, pre-40s. Um, w Autotech, it says on the side, uh, Hills of Ringwood. So, uh, you know, somebody's going to get yelled at. They're parking in front of the hotel. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, we just went through that in our last interview. Roger but, Rabbit. That's uh, yeah. what that vehicle reminds me of. Is, is that you what it that is? You know that movie, yeah. Roger yeah, Rabbit? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um. but along with the cars, there's history and character here. Yeah. There's people who are dressed in time period dress. Right. 50s, wearing the ponytail, the poodle right. skirts. Right. And there's a lot of characters here. I've seen uh, Fast Harry out roaming the crowd. I'll have to see what he brings to us for the second hour of the Car Doctor, which is just around the corner after the news at the top of the hour. Till then, I'm Ron Anini and the Car Doctor reminding you, good mechanics aren't expensive. They're like hot rods. They're priceless. See ya!